And so how do we determine if something is an aquatic animal or a land roamer, like a mammal or like a, a bird? An animal. Right? Or yeah. underwater. Like, how do we know? Well, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's plenty of things you could do to figure it out. First of all, bone density. Generally, if there, if, I believe uh, ocean dudes have um, denser uh, bones so that they can control sort of where they want to be in the water. Right. Right? Otherwise, they'll just keep on floating. Um, so if you like have denser and heavier bones, I believe it should make you make it easier for you to just sort of like at that point you will sink when you want to and you can just swim back up if you want to. Whereas like for you and me, we have not aquatic bones. We'll generally generally we float, and that makes it really hard. And so if we had denser bones, I would sink. Yeah, you'd sink easier. More easily. And then that would give you just basically full control of you where you want to be in the water. Um, whereas right now we have to fight against floating. Um, and uh, there's other things, like where it was found. Um, if it was found on a historical seabed, right? Um, like, I know, um, like, for example, if the, uh, if the Red Sea or the, is it called the Dead Sea? Yeah, yeah the, the salty de- one. Yeah, the, yeah, the Dead Sea, if that were to dry up, we would be able to tell that it was an ocean because of the salt content. And we wouldn't find fossils there because there's nothing in there because it's, it's too salty. But assuming there was some That's sort of... That's why it's the Dead Sea because we're yeah. alive. Assuming it wasn't the dead sea and it was a slightly alive sea and there right. was things in there, then it's a, it's a possibility that we would see, assuming the dead sea has at that point dried up, we would see the salt content in the... Slightly alive sea. Yeah. Currently, New York, uh, some of Connecticut and New Jersey, um, it used to be an ocean. So oh, if wow. you were to... Um, when I was researching places to go fossil hunt... Um, oh, yes. My yeah. favorite pastime, fossil hunting. Me and the pals. Yeah, actually, it was supposed to be like that, Jeannie. Um... And <laughs> um, I found that most of uh, New York was sort of Cretaceous seabed, um, but um, hadrosaurs. So that's sort of Parasaurolophus, Myosaura. They're like herbivores that are like. Do you know Parasaurolophus? No. So it's the one with the crust. It... Like the Bulbasaur looking? No. Uh, it, it's very specific. It's a specific dinosaur. It's not like. It's like sort of four legged and it can kind of like stand. Like a dog. No. Um, uh, you'll see. Um, and then there's like Myasaur, also a hadrosaur. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, actually, Myasaur also means a motherly or mother dinosaur because the first uh, remnants and fossils of Myasaur was a mother protecting its babies. So, um, so they named all the other ones. So even if it was a young male, it would be the mother dinosaur. Yes, they're all called Myasaurus. Right. Um, okay. Uh, and actually, that's one of, I believe it's one of the only specimens and proofs other than like some protoceratops which also uh, were found protecting their baby I, I believe against Utah after um, uh, but it shows that those dinosaurs did have motherly instincts which is kind of it feels obvious because of animals now but when you think about it like they dinosaurs very well could have not been or not had those motherly instincts right. but where was I right hadrosaurus in Connecticut um, Connecticut uh, especially around New Haven in that area sort of um, in the middle of Connecticut all the way down to New Haven and into the ocean used to be a sort of um, uh, land area where a lot of hadrosaurs were found I believe it was like the first hadrosaurs are found or one of the most complete it was one of the two so the first or the most complete uh, I believe uh, a hadrosaur skeleton was found um, wow. in, in New Haven uh, in a park that I used to go to and it's right by Yale that I found but the first or one of the most complete remnants uh, fossils of a hadrosaur was found. Yes, there's also this assumption that T-Rex could very well be a massive chicken because we also can't tell like the shape of animals. Most uh, paleo sort of renditions, paleo art, um, 
of dinosaurs have this sort of trend to be skin like saran wrapped where the, the the skin of the dinosaurs tightly wraps around the bone and it's reptilian and it looks very scary and frightening well we do know they were reptiles so it makes sense that they were reptilian <laughs> um and yep um but uh the trend is generally that uh they're very tight to the skin um and that's not entirely true. We don't know where we got that from. Where, what's, what, is, what is an example of a modern-day creature, for example, that... Is not skin-wrapped. Yeah. An owl, a penguin. Penguins are constantly wall-sitting, but you wouldn't know that because they look like little bowling pins. Dinosaurs could have been fatter than they, we think they are. So in the end of the day, the lesson is that I still, regardless of whether or not skeptical zoology is accurate or what we have today is historically accurate, dinosaurs are still scary, and I still would not like to take a stroll with a T-Rex. Sure, yes.